It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yeah This is it We wrapping up 2022 With a bow You know <laughs> Saying goodbye to a whole year of uh, of assorted shenanigans. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of good, some bad, a lot of lot of some bullshit. A lot of this is a this was a hell of a year, and we're gonna do one of our annual look backs, year mm-hmm. in review, and try to remember as much as we can. You know, sometimes the shit be slipping my mind, so. <laughs> if we forgot some shit, jump in the comments. You know what I mean? With grace. You know what I'm saying? Don't come in here talk about damn niggas. Don't hit us with that energy because it's a long year. Uh, it's good, man. How you feeling? I feel good, man. I feel good to be taking a little hiatus shit finally yeah. out of 2022. Mm. Shit, that shit was nonstop, nigga. Wall to yeah. wall. It was the epitome of no days off, huh? Nah, it was no days off, boy. Until mm. the other day, shit. Christmas uh, Eve. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That shit was, it was, it was good, you know what I'm saying? It was one of them things you mm-hmm. you be asking for, you be looking mm-hmm. for, you be working for. Mm-hmm. And then that shit hit, boy. And it's on. Mm. You know, yeah, nobody, I mean, it's hard to explain, you know what I'm saying? Because when it's like, y'all, nigga, you just going to work. But when that shit just be coming nonstop, that shit is different. <clears throat> so yeah. hopefully 2023 will be even more. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I'll just learn how to handle it a lot better. Learn mm-hmm. how to partition my mind a lot better so that I could handle things differently. You know what I mean? I think that's the biggest drawback was that your mind ain't ready for what it ain't ready for. You know what I mean? You can ask for all what you want, but then when it hit, your mind got to catch up to what it takes to actually do and complete the task that that you assigned to. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think just the biggest adjustment is just working with your mind and and being able to filter through all of the things that's coming into it versus the things that you want to come out of it. So, I think that's the the biggest plan for this year is to make sure I'm, my mind control is right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But 2022 is a blessing. That's what's up. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, 2022 wasn't that busy for me. It was all right. It could have been busier, you know? So that's what my goal is for 2023 is to try to affect all the change that I can with my own shit, you know what I'm saying? And build mm-hmm. some momentum from... I don't say within, but yeah, within my own situation, and then hopefully the uh, the universe will will meet me halfway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny though. I did, I was just telling a friend of mine, uh, universe has been throwing me some alley oops these last few days. Like just mm-hmm. regular, like just it's it's odd how. <clears throat> uh, something to happen. I'll come across something. And then the opportunity will come. And I can't even think of too many situations. Uh, 
I t- I came one. Damn, it was more than it was at least two that I could think of, but I can't remember one. But one was, I was just um. I was listening to this podcast. Well, I was I stopped the podcast, and funny enough, I don't know why I stopped the podcast because I didn't even have tickets. But um, <clears throat> you know, there was that um Broadway play ain't no more that just got you know. It just ended. Hopefully, it gets extended, but it it ended just recently. The Jordan mm-hmm. Cooper situation, and uh, <clears throat> I had seen the campaign "Save Ain't No More, Save Ain't No More," and periodically, I would look online and see about tickets or whatever. But I never pulled the trigger, and then um, I was I was chilling. And uh, Torrey show came on. I listened to Torrey show on the podcast I listened to, and he had Jordan Cooper on. And it was like the last week before it came on. He was they were talking about the show, and they were about to really get into it. So I turned that shit off because I was like, I don't want no spoilers. Mm-hmm. And I went online to see what the tickets was looking like, and I was like, ooh, tickets is looking crazy. So, uh, but I ain't so I ain't pull the trigger. Then maybe like a day or two later, I got a, a call like, yo, you want to go? Such as to go see Ain't No More. I said, yeah, fuck hell, yeah. So I got to see it, and it was just crazy. It's something else. But it's been happening quite a bit throughout this year. Little shit where, I don't know, if it's not really all the way manifestation. It's just like I've been joking, saying like it's like a, it's a, a spiritual algorithm that's been working in my favor mm-hmm. for certain shit. Like I'll... I have some desire. I'll make it apparent. It's almost like when you go on, you go online and you look up something, and next thing you know, it's on your Instagram timeline. This was happening in my real life. I would talk about something, and it would boom. Here's the opportunity, and da 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 da. And uh, it was it was been it's been kind of cool. You gotta pay attention to that shit because that's when it be happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't happen yeah. the big it ain't the big things. This is it's paying attention to all those little things like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One, being appreciative of them. But two, you know what I'm saying, trusting your thought process. Cause that just be God, the universe, whoever y'all believe in, that be the, right. it, it reciprocating your thoughts just so you can know. Listen, nigga. Yeah, your thoughts your thoughts got value, your thoughts you know are valid. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna show you how and I'm gonna show you why. And that's with the time where you gotta really dig into the shit that you want. Because that's the that's the algorithm that you wanna be in the flow of. Yeah. I just got I guess you gotta figure out how to do that too. Like um how to dig into it, because it's kinda like it feels as though it's the universe, right? I, I just okay, I'll give you another example. This is not this is not on the same level as any of the other shits, but mm-hmm. So, uh, so like, so for instance, it's like when somebody hooking you up, mm-hmm. sometimes you just let it be the hookup, right? You don't mm-hmm. just be like, oh, yo, 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 all right, well, let me get that too. You know what I'm saying? You could, mm-hmm. but you might be forcing it at that point. Let it rock. So I got to find the balance of making that shit work for me. I think at that point, that's when you start to like, I guess, hit your manifestation. You say, oh, okay. Hold on, my my antenna must be, it must be tuned into the higher power. Somebody paying attention. Mm-hmm. I'm, let me make a request or two. Let me yeah. see what's really good. Yeah, you had to follow it though. You had to rewind the tape and pay attention to it because boom, you thought the thought. This thing happened. You mm-hmm. went to it. You know what I'm saying? You don't know who you, you. A lot of times you go to the shit. You don't really pay attention to who you came across or the ideas that you came. You thought while you was there, 
and all right. that shit. But when you start rewinding the tape, you'll see that you might have thought a thought that turns out to be something. Or you might have met the person that might be, you know what I'm saying, another plug on something totally different that had nothing right. to do with it. But you got to right. pay attention to those situations because, you know, you were meant to be in the situation. You put yourself there. And, you know, sometimes it's nothing, but then sometimes it's, it's the beginning of something, you know. Yeah. Like when yeah. I was trying to change myself, you know what I'm saying, I started seeing the little things pop into play like that, you know what I mean? Just like with Merlot. I was just looking, and then I got a call, and they asked me what I was doing, which turned mm. into, you know, getting the, getting Merlot, you know what I'm saying, shipping it to the A, which really helped in changing not only, you know what I'm saying, what was going on in my world, but just my perception of the mm. world around me, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because, right. you know, you wouldn't think that a 40-year-old, down there 40-year-old car could, you know what I'm saying, make such a change. And it was just one of the changes that was happening. So right. when you pull up the places and, and people just start having conversations, type of people that don't never fuck with you, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't mm -hmm. even write these people in your algorithm or your world at all. But now mm -hmm. it's like, hey, nah, you know, this car this and this car that. And this, this you know, it was the most engineering Mercedes put into any car in, in all time. Da, 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 da. And you having these conversations and you and you start thinking, damn, I, I I never had a conversation with a motherfucker like that. These people don't usually talk to me. You know what I'm saying? White men don't usually gather around my vehicle. You know what I'm saying? And then have a 30-minute conversation when I walk out. You know? Mm. Uh, it's just different. So you have to pay attention to what you're saying and what you're doing while you're saying it. So I know I wanted to change my situation. I didn't think the car had nothing to do with it. But then it had a lot, a large part to do in one part of it, you know what I'm saying? Which op which is opening up because you're changing other parts at the same time. So all I say is like just pay attention when your mm. your shit starts timing up with your thoughts. When the universe is timed up with your thoughts, that's your time to, to run. Yeah. Now I'm gonna pay attention. I'm gonna be a little bit more keen and aware and uh a little bit more uh Deliberate in leveraging some of that energy, you know, not not just leaving it up to chance or being marveled by it. Like, wow, look at that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, nah. I, that was the other thing. Yeah, no, I've been having some very interesting moments, man. Like, um, I get, it was a two for one. The other, like last night, right? I did a show. I did a show at a club. And uh, there's a manager of another club in another state, right? A dope club in another state that I had emailed with, you know what I'm saying? Just to kind of get in over there. And uh, she emailed me back and was like, yo, let's touch base at the top of the year. I said, all right, bet. So I went and I do a spot last night at a local club here in the city. Two things happened. So that was the other thing. So um, I'm on Twitter, right? And somebody had tweeted uh, a bottle of Van Winkle. Not Pappy Van Winkle, but Van Winkle. I'm, I've heard of Pappy Van Winkle, or um, which is like supposed to be, you know, some real, uh, real like limited edition, expensive ass whiskey, right? And... Um, 
They was like, yeah, somebody gave me this, that, Scott. So I like, I was like, oh, interesting. I looked it up to see, you know, see what it's talking about. That's about $1,200 a bottle. Right. So, and I heard a Pappy Van Winkle too. I always wanted to try it just for that reason, to be totally honest, which I want to see what $1,200 whiskey tastes like. Right? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. That's, that, that's the honesty of aspiration. You just want to get there and be like, all right. You know, so I'm at the I'm at the club, and uh, the uh, the manager running the show is really, they run a little late and all that, and they were like, "Hey, want a drink?" And I was like, "Yeah, let me look, let me see what kind of whiskey you got." And I'm looking, I'm like, just you know, looking at the uh, the bar, you know, thinking I'm gonna see whatever the typical shit is. Mm-hmm. And it was a great thing that I actually looked up because I knew what the bottle looked like. I said, "Oh, wait a minute." Hey, that's that's Van Winkle. It was like, yeah, we just got some Van Winkle in. Somebody gave it to us for free, whatever. Ain't really all of that, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I was like, really? I said, yo, let me get a taste of that. You know, they they were like, it ain't even all that. I was like, nah, let me taste this. So I tasted it. Let me judge and, uh, for myself. Yeah, let me judge for myself. <laughs> let me get my palate right for this expensive ass taste. So I tasted it. It tastes like with, but then I was like. I said, yeah, pour me a glass of that, you know. So I had some of that Pappy, or not Pappy, but just Van Winkle. It is all right. It's expensive <laughs> as hell, but it is, I'm happy that I got to taste it at that level because it was just that. If you'd have put a blindfold over around and put some Michters and put this Van Winkle, I probably would have been able to discern which was which. But the fact that I did have... You know, I've had, I have tasted it. You know what I mean. So now I could kind of, I could speak from a, a position of, uh, of culture, worldly, <laughs> a worldly whiskey drinker. So then there's that. But then check it. So that's one thing. So we chopping it up, and there's a, a woman at the bar. You know what I mean? That's cool with the host for the night. You know, we all just chopping it up. Ain't even a whole lot of people at the bar. So we chopping it up. The, the whiskey became a point of conversation. We talk about a bunch of other things and then um somehow somebody said the woman's name right and was like yeah she's over at this club and i said wait a minute are you such and such from such and such she was like yeah i said yo i emailed you we emailed back and forth she was like oh yeah da 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 boom bap so now i'm meeting this person in person, like you know, mm-hmm. so it was a it and it was funny. Was I was literally saying to myself, "It's getting close to the time that I'm about to revisit that conversation mm-hmm. with Homegirl." And sure enough, Homegirl was there. Van Winkle was on deck. It was a good. It was very conducive to you know networking. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Universe in these alley oops. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely yeah. uh pay more attention and I'm gonna uh <clears throat> I'm gonna do a little bit more manifesting. Yeah, you to just, get off these mics. Yeah, just be intentional about what you're thinking and 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 where you're going cuz you know yeah. what you want, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes yes. you just you just lay back and then don't don't uh, put no action on it as far as even mm-hmm. thought, you know what I'm saying? You might think you put an action on it by moving Going to the places and doing certain things, but you your thought process and the plan to put in place is very important to it. And when your thoughts and like I said, the universe is lining up, you gotta you gotta go. That means yeah. it's, that means it's go time. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
Go time. It's go time, man. So, 2022, man. What a year, huh? Uh, where do we begin? What do you want to talk about? Let's 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 review this year. Uh, <clears throat> let's let's uh take it apart a little bit. Pardon me as I sip some green drink. Uh, I guess we could start. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the music of 2022. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Okay, let me just say this. Music-wise, I didn't even think about songs particularly, mm-hmm. but I guess as we get into this conversation, I could kind of, there's songs that are just come to mind um, for better or worse. Um, you know, this was, uh, I feel like first, uh, initially, well, first thought was the albums that I, that I remember, I think maybe my top three albums for this year, just off the top of the head, that if I had to think about it, um, Actually, I'll go with four, because one might interchange with the other one. Uh, <clears throat> I think I said this recently, but that Kendrick Lamar album I've been going back to mm-hmm. more and more, and it's like it's like picking. You remember the old Purdue commercials, like pick, 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 mm-hmm. pick, 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 pick. Remember that shit when they go mm-hmm. back? He open up the refrigerator, take a little piece of the chicken off or whatever. I think I do that with the uh, this this Kendrick Lamar album. I don't all the way listen to both sides of it, the entire project, mm-hmm. over. But I have found myself revisiting certain records and being like, oh, now nah, this is fire, you know? Um, so that's one. I think one of my early great albums of 2022 was the, uh, was the Pusha T album. Um, it's almost dry. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. I don't revisit it as much as I thought I would. I did certain records. Uh, I like Diet Coke a lot, probably, just for how that shit sound in the whip, you know. Um, I think I like the Vince Staples album, Ramona Park Broke My Heart. That was a good album. That was a really mm-hmm. good album. Uh and I like the Beyonce Renaissance album. I like the Beyonce Renaissance album. I think that was a full, like, just how the whole album was real cohesive, how the whole album moved as just one piece of work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, the whole shit just kind of had a vibe to it. And, uh, you know, it's it's funny. I was, I was telling you before we cracked the mic, one of the very few times that I was in the club this year, I was at uh, <laughs> it was few and far between when I was in the clouds in Gold Bar uh, about a month or two ago. My homie, shout out to my man Johnny Mingle, him and his squad. We was out there, was kicking it, and uh, they played. This is how I know TikTok is a real thing, and I'm not even a real. I don't really even be on TikTok. I often see the TikTok videos when they get, you know, ported over to Instagram, mm-hmm. but um. <clears throat> That Cuff It record came on in the in the club, 
And that shit rocked the club like it was the Benjamins. Like, the shit was, <laughs> it was that record. Like, that record was, you know what I mean? And I'm so used to everybody doing the little choreography, and, you know what I mean? It was like, it was a moment. I was like, oh, shit, this is, this is the record. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it felt like felt like Leonardo DiCaprio pointed at the TV like oh this is the shit from TikTok oh this is the shit from the internet <laughs> and um, what's so funny is you know she made no visuals you know up I, I, I guess up until this point and I think that's gonna be you know I think that is the decision but for album to be as pervasive in the culture. Obviously, it's Beyonce, but for it to be as pervasive with no visuals and the the people enjoying the album basically become the visuals for the album, that's pretty ill. So mm -hmm. those are the joints that um I think I got on my little top four situation. Um, <clears throat> I, yeah. had, I had Kendrick up there. You know what I'm saying? I just thought that was a very insightful record. And for mm -hmm. whatever reason, I don't know if <clears throat> iTunes is cheating, but but maybe it's because it's one of my saved albums. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'll be listening to something and then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, they'll stop playing what I got on and go to mm. the Kendrick album. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they'll do I that now. And then I mm -hmm. find myself not mad. Like, damn, this shit, okay. <laughs> you was waiting for it after a like, while. I don't, I don't remember this one. You know what I'm saying? Damn, he said some shit right there. You know? Mm -hmm. So, I got Kendrick up there. The Nas album was dope for me. Which um, one? Uh, the last one. King Disease Three. 3. Yeah. Okay. 2 came out this year, too? I think 2 came out this year, and maybe even Magic. I could be wrong. I mean, he he did a little flurry. A little uh, flurry. 3. King Disease 3. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I fuck with the new Kodak, the latest Kodak album. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, because he using a lot of, though he doing the type of rap he does, he's using a lot of uh, like Miami DJ style in his rap, in his music. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, well slide, slide, you know, all that shit. It's kind of like dance shit, but he talking about shooting a nigga. But he using the, he's, he's taking influence from the street DJs. Right. Which, which is, uh, you know, a lot of times the rappers separate themselves from the street DJs in Miami. So, you know, I was fucking with, you know what I mean, how he was mixing that up. And I think it probably was from when his DJ was shouting him out at Rolling Loud. Get him black, get him black, get him black. Oh, the shit okay. that went viral, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's, okay. that's like some Miami DJ shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And I think he, I think from that he kind of embraced it a little more, and he in this last album he put a lot of that in his in his rap. So mm. I fuck with that. Uh, uh -huh. On some out the blue shit, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. wasn't nobody I followed, but uh -huh. it was um, one of my son's um, favorite artists. Mm -hmm. That when you know when you get him the aux court, um, you know it, it's always pops like uh, this cat. Uh, J.I.D. always pops up in his, oh, yeah, his yeah, playlist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that nigga yeah. shit is hard. I like that yeah, he had a, uh, He had a fire album. His album yeah. was all of that. Yeah, I was, was like, damn, that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that shit that hard. Mm -hmm. like, that that nigga can flow. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I fuck kinda, with that. 
Yeah, I kind of not discovered him. I always seen his name around because I ain't even really know pr- to pronounce it Jid or J I D all the time. But mm-hmm. this probably this project was the first time I really sat and listened to the cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets busy. He gets busy. Yeah, shout out to that man. And yeah. and uh, you know, last but definitely not least, probably the hot shit out here. Uh, that goddamn Glorilla out here taking her mm. spot. <laughs> mm. Glorilla out here taking her spot. You listen to the whole album, or is it just the the songs that came out, or you listen to I that mean, the project? I can't say I, I pulled up the album and I started listening okay. through it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I didn't I didn't hear the whole shit, but then I hear new shit. Every time uh-huh. I hear some shit from her, I like that shit. I like that motherfucker be riding up. You yeah. know, so yeah. you know she just got the voice. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, right now the Memphis energy is really the energy of the game for real. Now, okay. I got some unpopular opinion because okay. Memphis rap, you know what I'm saying, pretty much I felt like in the, what was that, early 90s when MJG, 8-Ball MJG came out. They changed the flow of hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? It went from, you know, that straight head bar like that, tat, tat, to that, you know, that double time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Patterns and cadences, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. A Ball MJG started it off, then then Three Six Mafia Project Pat came and took that shit to another level, which to me, I'm just me, inspired mm-hmm. the crunk Tether Club Up movement. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they was doing that Tether Club Up, which turned into what Lil John was doing with Crunk. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then. You know, just the way that that a lot of Atlanta rappers are rapping now feels a lot influenced by Memphis to me. I ain't going to, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to walk out here and, you know, get snuffed by Lil Baby or nothing. But what I'm saying is it's a lot of uh, similarities and a lot of inspiration that came from that Memphis scene and Mm. um, the way they flow. Which, I mean, it ain't just Atlanta. Like, ASAP Rocky was inspired by the motherfuckers. Um, shit, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? UGK, that whole era of um, when um, Wiz Khalifa brought um, Juicy, 3-6, J? Juicy J out and, you know what I'm saying, brought him back to life, you know what I'm saying? That inspired right. a lot of that this generation that's now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then he hit him, then he came out and hit him with uh, Bands and Make Him Dance, and mm-hmm. then it was back on, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. From from the female rappers to the to the to the trap rappers, they all feel like they got influenced by Memphis in some kind of way. So, you know, and I just like the way them niggas do that production out there too. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> what's the name? Band play, let the band play. Uh, some of them other producers out there. I mean, shit, Tay Keith from years Tay ago. Keith, I mean, Tay Keith, Tay yeah. Keith, you know what I'm saying? All, all them niggas like that, man, I like how they do their shit. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. a different, they they just got a different pattern with their shit. And they, right. they, 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 they drums always feel soulful, like, you know what I mean? Like, without even hearing a word, you like, yeah, damn, it's a hard-ass beat, you know what I mean? So you should, do a, you should do a Memphis playlist as a supplement to one of these, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm, you know, yeah, I do like Memphis. It. Yeah, they got a lot of <clears throat> shit, man. I, I I heard this new nigga. I can't even remember his name now, but it was a you know I was just vibing out, listening to some iTunes. You know how I switch and go to some other shit that ain't on your list. 
Mm-hmm. And it was just some young nigga that was just just riding out. I'm like, yeah, damn, who the fuck is this? I got I to gotta figure out who it was. But mm. I was like, damn, these Memphis niggas is just going off. It's like they can't, it's like, you know how they, they uh, that Snoop meme, this nigga can't miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how Memphis is. Like, these niggas can't miss. Mm. I want to add... <clears throat> As an addendum to the to the music situation, I do want to say on some I don't even say some hip hop because I don't want to differentiate it. But um, <clears throat> uh, the new Rock Marciano project with Alchemist, the mm. Elephant Man's Bones, that shit is fire. Is it? I've been fucking yeah, that shit is fire. I've been fucking with a lot of um, Larry June projects. I like Larry June. Larry June is a, is Larry a June? cool nigga. He from um, he's from uh San Francisco. He like real his shit is real player. It reminds me of where Dom Kennedy left off, like real like laid back in his shit. But uh, the beats, the people that he work with is crazy. And he's got like some of the funniest ad libs. One of his last, his one of his ad libs. Good job, Larry. <laughs> yeah, it's just like good job, Larry. Oh no, nah, Larry Jules shit is fire. And then <clears throat> in a in a late release, buzzer beater banger. I got to shout out alumni and uh shit, motherfucking theme song producer West Manchild and Chill Moody came back. To close off their West Chili trilogy, and this shit is the best of the three. They they bring out the best of each other. They definitely evolve. I think the the shit that West is producing is like it's like more open. The shit fire. The the, the soul. The drums are still there, but it's like it's like it's it's a lane. And then Chill is just. He's spitting some shit. Like, he really going okay. in, like you could tell. So, yeah, yeah, shout out to them. And then the last thing is, to that point with Glorilla, I've peeped 2022 and probably even 2021, but just 2022 for real has been dense with a lot of women rappers. Mm-hmm. It's been crazy. Like, it's, you know, Glorilla, fucking Ice Spice. I mean, you got Lola Brooke. I was just watching this um this uh Freestyle Cypher uh, what are they call on the radar? Did this um, did this all ladies night uh cipher where it's probably like eight women all from New York spitting. That shit was crazy. They got um, there's this one. I mean, there's a few that I fuck with. This chick named Billy B. She's crazy. K Goddess is crazy. But um, back speaking about Glorilla's crew, she got. There's a, a girl in her crew called Gloss Up, who mm-hmm. I really fuck with. Cause like when they were really like starting to blow with the FNF shit started getting crazy and you started seeing all of their little videos and shit, they would do these ciphers of these videos with the whole squad. And and a lot of them shits, Gloss Up would always have like her son on her shoulder, like her little baby, like just holding a baby while she's rhyming. And that shit reminded me of like Cam on Rap City counting money. Like, mm-hmm. it just became, like, a. it just added a little bit to the flavor of the delivery. <laughs> like, she just, you know what I mean? She, she's killing shit and in the middle of mothering at the same at the same right. time. I thought that shit was just the ill touch. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's a, and it's a, you know, shit, it's a long, long list of women rappers, like, that are getting to it. 
You know what I'm saying? And like not really dependent on dudes. Obviously, they working together, but like it ain't like where it's a situation where there's always a dude that got to like walk her in the game. You know what I'm saying? It seems like they just coming out. Boom, bow. Here it is. This is it. We here. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a it's it's good energy to see. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So yeah, so yeah, that that's my addendum. But yeah, fuck with Larry June. Larry June got um what's my shit that he got? Um Spaceships on the Blade is a fire record. I mean a fire album. Uh uh that 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 Memphis nigga, the young nigga I was just talking about, I can't remember his name. His nigga name is B E O Lil Kenny. And he got a song. D O Lil B- Kenny? No, like B E O, like C E O, but I guess he uh-huh. a blood. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, hilarious. B E O Lil Kenny. He got a song called Good Love. And I, okay. you know, I came across, you know how people have like music playing in their stories or whatever? Yeah. yeah. I came across something like that. I'm like, damn, what the fuck is that? And I play, put that shit up on the speakers. I'm like, ooh, that thing, bang. Mm. Yeah, check it out, man. Yeah, yeah. Spaceship on the blade. Spaceships on the blade is a fire record, and then there's um, two peas in the pod. That's a good record with him and um, Jay Worthy, the cat London Drugs doing the beast. Them shits is fire. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you definitely worth checking out. Good uh, job, Larry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hilarious to me. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Good job, Larry. So that's uh, that's our music selects. We know there's a lot going music. on. Let though. us know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's people we like. Oh, nigga, you ain't say yeah, MC yeah. such and such. Come on. Little baby ran the game again. Yeah, kinda. I mean, little baby ain't really go nowhere. But I don't know if he ran the game. Man, little baby, man. Well, you in Atlanta I, I, though. I know, but I'm just saying, if you start doing, look, start doing the stats, that's nigga got mm-hmm. stats, but I, uh-huh. I'm just speaking relatively, but. Right, 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 right. He, he, number one, number two, I don't know who, who, who doing more than him. Shit, no fucking scissors out here killing shit, Evie. Yeah, she's yeah. not a rapper. No, I know, but I'm talking about, as far as rap goes, I feel like, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm hearing Lil Baby name as much as I did last year. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even really get, it's nothing against, but I didn't listen to his, I didn't get all the way through his last situation. I did watch the documentary. I thought the documentary was cool. I like that record he got with that, um, what's my man's name? Sleazy, Sleazy World Go. That shit hard. But uh, I don't know. But you know, maybe it's my 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 purview is a little different. I don't know. I mean, it seems like every song come on, this nigga's on it to me. Mm. But you okay. know, who yeah, I ain't, yeah. I ain't SoundCloud or I ain't whatever sound scan. Right. Uh, but I know that nigga be on every fucking thing out. But yeah. Uh <clears throat> So wait, wait, wait. Now here we go. Lil Baby has charted. 40 songs on the Hot 100 in 2022 alone. Damn. Passing Young Boy Never Broke Again, 30, for most among all acts this year. See, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, because I got a, I got a thing about that. Because I always Look, hear about how Young Boy Never Broke Again is charting all of this. I don't know not one Young Boy Never Broke Again record 
But I know, but you ain't young. You ain't no young yeah. boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ain't no young boy. <laughs> this motherfucker in the house right now. This motherfucker yeah, exactly. fans is feral, nigga. Right, 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 right. Don't nigga come fans me, is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> nah, but you know what's so funny? My homie, shout out again, Johnny Man. He tried to put me onto it because his son put him onto it. Mm-hmm. And he, he played one record for me. I forget this shit. Uh, I'll, I'll find the name of that shit. It was cool. It made me kind of want to double back and and get a cat a listen. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. But go ahead. You were saying yeah, no, nah, I'm just saying. 40 times this year, huh? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. the nigga oh, ain't going to went nowhere, man. He, ain't yeah. nobody did that this year. Wow. You know. Yeah. And then the Lil Uzi Verts hold the record for most entries in a calendar year uh-huh. with 46 uh-huh. in 2020. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so, Got it. yeah, Got so little baby, little baby out here, man. There <laughs> you go. Oh man, let us know who we missed or who you know who y'all fucking we missed with. Missed a lot, of motherfuckers. It's, of course, we missed a whole seventy thousand records uploaded every day. Yeah, that's what they say, <laughs> we, which sounds crazy. We we missed a lot of niggas. Okay? That sounds crazy. <laughs> that's wild. Uh, where we going next, man? We going movies? Movies? We can go movies because that's gonna be quick. It's gonna be very quick because I didn't. I I seen movies feel different now because one, a lot of stuff is now debuting on the streamers. Going to the movies is still. I don't think it's fully back. I haven't gone to a movie this year in the theater uh, that made me be like, this is what it's about. Maybe the closest is Nope, just by how it looks cinema, cinematography-wise. But it wasn't one of my favorite movies. I did, oh, as far as, also by cinematography-wise, just as far as just sensory overload, Everything, everywhere, all at once was probably that for me. Um, it was a movie called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And, uh, it's an indie? Yeah, it's an indie movie, but it did well. A24 put it out. So, you know, they like the the motherfucking, the dun yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah, like yeah. it. Um, but uh, who's in it? What's my man? What's my uh, homegirl's name? Um, damn, why can't I think of her name? Jamie Lee Curtis is probably Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I, I'll get the names of the the what you call it, but the director, the directors, they did. You ever seen that Little John video turned down for what? Mm-hmm. And you remember how chaotic and off the wall that shit was? Mm-hmm. That's basically what this fucking movie is to another level. Okay. So like it's uh. I'm going to try to find out, uh, you know, I'll find out more as we keep going. But, um, yeah, the filmmakers there, the names, it's uh, <clears throat> Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. And then the cast is uh, Michelle Yu. You've seen her before. I think she was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. If you see her face, you probably be like, You've seen her before. She was in, um, she was just in recently. Oh, was she in Avatar too? Oh, okay. She was just recently in, uh, I'm trying to think what, she was in Transformers. I'm trying to think of what you might know. She was in Shang-Chi. Have you ever seen that? 
Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. She's an Asian woman. She was um, she was the lead. Stephanie Hugh. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce my man's name. Key Huquan, I believe. Pardon me, y'all, if I'm pronouncing these names wrong and shit. <laughs> James Hong. You know, nah, nah. You know, man. So look, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, and on and on and on and on. Jenny Slate. You know, on and on and on. But it was a, it was a just a weird, wild, like just all over the place ass movie. It was definitely mm-hmm. like you. It's, it was. Damn near overwhelming, like when you watched it. And the shit was a little long too. Like it was like, ah, damn, this shit, how long is the movie? One of these movies got long this year. Movies mm-hmm. got back to being long as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Count Wakanda and that, Avatar 2 and that, you know, with these long ass movies. But uh I think that was probably as far as going to the theater, that was probably the one that felt like, okay, yeah, this is a I'm glad I saw this in the theater type shit. Right. But, uh, yeah. I, I think what we got this year is a lot of films that were kind of produced during the pandemic, you know what I'm saying, by hook or crook, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you had to get creative to, to actually get a story that was going to work with what your production could do. Um, so I think everybody's offloading all of those films that was done like that, you know, the ones that they had to shoot and hold, you know what I'm saying? I know they was shooting Wakanda for a while. Um but um, so I think I didn't. I don't think we saw the best of the lot this year, you know what I mean? Um, so not to shit on what was there because I ain't seen all what was there. It just didn't mm-hmm. feel like a movie year, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like you said, you just getting back outside. I did go. I have been going to the movies ever since A twenty four put out Zola. That was my mm-hmm. first movie back. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but. You know, it was a, a, a meh year in movies. Like, you know, Wakanda Forever came back. It was good, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the same as the first one. It didn't, you didn't feel the same way. It was a lot of controversy with the storyline. Uh, you know, Avatar came and we talked about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was, you know what I mean? I guess it, I guess it shouldn't have expected much more than what it was. For what it was, they did a great job for what they do. You know what I'm saying? But, Accepting it as a story was like, eh. Um, you know, shit. What else happened in the movies? That's about it, man. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of, it was a tough year for me watching movies because I ain't have a whole lot of time. So I don't want my analysis to be a knock on anybody's um creative (laughs) storytelling. You know what I mean? Oh, shit, I, I made a doc in the pandemic too, so I understand. But you know, uh-huh. shit, uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna stop talking now. I don't want no problems. Yeah, no, I mean, these directors and uh, producers out here in the world. But, but when you do, when you talk about the doc space, though, you know what I'm saying? I do. Want to say, you know, shout out to Kudi and Chike who dropped their, their Kanye doc that did well for them. That kind of, you know, took them from one place to a whole nother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, a journey that's that's well deserved with them for, you know, holding it down as long as they've been mm-hmm. holding it down. Shit, you yeah. want to shout out um, Lord Checkaway, uh, Cave of uh, Adullam. 
which was came on ESPN docs and uh-huh. one at Tribeca. That was a beautiful film, you know what I'm saying, in the black space, even though Laura's not black, but, you know, she tells black stories well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a black. And she's homie. Hilarious. She's the homie. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, shout out to But she's just very empathetic, you know what I mean? And, and, right. And right. not in a way of what why why I worked a lot with Laura, you know what I'm saying, why I would bring on my projects is because she had a certain sensibility that was mm-hmm. just allowed people to open up. She was the type of journalist that allowed people the space mm-hmm. to to tell their own story. So she doesn't have to tell it. So um I appreciate that about her. And anytime, especially like with black men, she wrote uh Prodigy's book. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wrote she wrote uh, Angie Martinez's book as well, but the thing about it was I found when I came into a hard place with with um, maybe a client I'm trying to get something out of them, and you know especially with men you might be sitting with another man and talking to him you a man you damn man they trying to keep it like man man shit but you really need to get the real information out, you know what I'm saying? But they guarding mm-hmm. it because they talking to another man. And then, you know, you bring Laura in and it's like, they crying and shit, same shit. She asking the mm-hmm. same shit you was asking. They crying like a motherfucker. I'm like, God damn, nigga. <laughs> I've asked you that shit 10 times. But mm-hmm. it's different when you talking to, you know, you still got your guard up sometimes when you talking to, to another man. Or somebody you feel like you don't want to open up to. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Laura. She she know how to do that shit. All right. Uh <clears throat> TV. Let's get into the to the uh the TV situation. Um now yeah. while it wasn't a lot of movies, it was a lot yeah, of TV. It was, lot of TV. It, was, it was a whole lot of TV. So much so that I'm I know I'm gonna forget a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh yeah. Y'all know just from listening to the to the pod that I I wasn't up on a, a lot of it this year, but I did mm-hmm. have some. I did you know participate, and I caught up a lot over the last two or three days. Nigga, I watched the whole Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? I watched. Oh wow! I, okay. I finished. I finished BMF. Yo, so I'm ready for you niggas <laughs> come <Okay>. next week. <laughs> uh, shit! All right, all right, bet I gotta finish BMF. I gotta finish Kendrick too. I ain't even. I only got past. I only got to that first episode. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I started it. It's a lot. I started a lot of shit. I know a couple weeks ago I was talking about, you know, I'm taking applications for new shows, but <laughs> I've been I've been filling it up fast. I told you, Fleischman is in troubles. My joint. Mm-hmm. I just started watching. Uh, was it the Best Man Last Days or whatever? So I started mm-hmm. watching that. I'm probably about three episodes in on that. I got to double back to Kindred. I still got a whole slate of Abbott Elementary season two that I have not gotten to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other stuff, but that I could uh, off the top of the head I can't think of. But I will say, this is this is a uh, might be my top five. These are the five that came to mind immediately, and I know I'm probably forgetting a lot because even in the, and I just put one up as an honorable mention. But uh, <clears throat> this year, I enjoyed watching Euphoria. I enjoyed watching Snowfall. I enjoyed yeah. watching Atlanta. Snowfall was back I, this year? Yeah, Snowfall was yeah, back I was, February. I was, going, I was going back and forth in my mind. Was that last year yeah. or this year? 
Now that, that I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that was this year. That was this year. Snowfall, Atlanta, uh, Southside, and uh, Industry. Those made my top five. Honorable mention: Raising Canaan. Um, mm. I could almost put. I could almost swap Raising Canaan with Snowfall. To be totally honest with you. <sighs> Snowfall was great, either. but there was some moments. There was yeah. some moments where it got a little. Hey, yo, that, but, that's uh, what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it got a little. Tri- it got a little trippy per se. On a Snowfall. little trippy. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, this new ad they got out. I'm like, hey, they going more trip shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what they look, doing. yeah it looked like a little psychedelic. But uh, yeah, those are my those are my joints that I enjoyed a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me just run through. Obviously, we talked about Euphoria well, quite a bit throughout the season. Industry man, that's the shit. Right, but um, yeah, I'm 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 ready for that one to come back. What you well, got? Well, you know, you know what we talk. We you know Atlanta is up there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? House of Dragons. You know, it was, was kind of it was a little disappointing, but you know enough to keep you ready to see what they're gonna do next year. Seems like they're about to get to the action. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Of uh-huh. course, Raising Canaan. Raising Canaan, I had up there on top of Snowfall this particular season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because uh, Snowfall, they they got a little trippy. They bringing in unnecessary characters for unnecessary mm-hmm. reasons. Um, I still think they dropped the ball on that show just because they show no lifestyle at all. Yeah, for right, for right. a you know era that's so delved into the lifestyle. They yeah. they had that one character that came up for one fucking scene. You know what I'm saying? Which character was that? The cat with the we had the red Ferrari, the, the sweatsuit on, gold chains. He looked like outside. Oh they, yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened? Was, he got beat up. That nigga was he dead get... by the end of this episode. Right, right, right. <laughs> like he was he was yeah. the best hope for for some outside action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've been yeah. in the in the trap in the in the weight house the whole goddamn time. So it got a little weird with some of them side stories. What's my with uh. What's my man's name? Damn, why can't I think? Teddy and his his yeah. lady from Tehran. Yeah. That his, was a little much. Weird ass love story. They, and Peaches yeah. wandered off, never to Peaches be seen again. Yeah. What's going just, on, man? It's, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody on LSD tripping. Yeah. It's like, nigga, y'all tripping. Yeah. That was yeah. a funny episode, though. I ain't gonna it lie. It was funny, I but. That one. It was funny, but in the grand scheme of Snowfall, it didn't hold no weight. You know what I'm saying? It was, and it didn't match the tone. It was yeah. a throwaway episode. You know what I mean? It was like it was like one of them exploratory episodes, but they went left with it, so it was like humorous and like, man, come on. You know, you know, uh, uh, goddamn Franklin doing one of his monologues high and shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what I'm saying? Body, body, body. I was like, oh, come on, Franklin, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> but um, you, Bel Air was good. I fuck with that. I fuck with that interpretation of uh, Fresh Prince. Just knowing the backstory coming. I from, started that. I gotta go back to that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get back to that because I got Peacock for a little bit. I'm gonna try. Um, I started. I started rap shit, which I'm now starting. Oh, right. I'm enjoying that shit. I'm like, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Miami shit. Um, uh-huh. And you know, if we be tabling it to. Uh, flipping it to off TV, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Carisha Please dropped, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which okay. Was, was very 
Miami entertaining, just hearing uh-huh. that Miami voice. In a, uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you hear them rap, but then just to hear a Miami person with a real Miami accent just talking to a motherfucker, mm-hmm. that, shit is, mm-hmm. that shit is entertaining to me. Because people mm-hmm. are like, what the fuck is she talking about? I'll be like, man, that is straight Miami shit. Mm-hmm. And then, and then um, when she first dropped the first episode, when she was about to drop, mm-hmm. she had put up a tweet that said, Black Oprah. And so yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Everybody around the office was like Black Oprah, and they was laughing off of that. But somebody put a comment under that shit. It said Oprah Laka, because oh, that's funny. Because she from Oprah Laka in Miami, uh, <laughs> so they called funny. her Oprah Laka. That shit was so funny that's to me dope. as a nigga from Miami. Yeah, <laughs> Oprah Laka. So you know what I'm saying? That was it's like you know that was like a little. Mm-hmm. Little proud Miami moment, you know what I mean, uh-huh. and, and being uh-huh. at, at Revolt, you know what I'm saying. That was a big win, um, yeah. and of course, of course, across 2022, we've launched, you know, Revolt Black News. We've launched mm-hmm. um, Black Girl Stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We did second season of Better on Black. We did the Michelle Obama special, which all was, you know, what I'm saying, special to me because I worked on them motherfuckers, and. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and you know, in a way where you know that's where all my mind power went. So it was, it it was good throughout the year to enjoy the shows that I did watch, but then to actually put that shit into use and and put it to motion in doing shows across the dock, the return. You know what I'm saying? And all the shows we did at Revolt over just over this year. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's a dream come true for real. Because this is what you was asking to do. I asked to get closer to, to TV in 2019. And boom, here I am. You know what I mean? Doing that shit and actually, you know, putting shit out for people to judge. Like, we be judging this shit. <laughs> it is. Motherfuckers be on your ass, nigga, I tell you. <laughs> Have you seen any any judgment or any feed? What's the feedback in the streets about some of these productions you've been putting out? How they, how they feeling? Huh? What's the what's the word? Well, or know, have you been... Black news is black news. So nobody don't too much fuck with black news unless you got a, you know, a wild guess on that. Unless you don't there. like black people? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't like all this black news. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or it's a new... So, okay, go ahead. Unless you got somebody talking crazy or, you know, it's a, you know nobody don't mm-hmm. really come against black news. The, the trick with black news is to get people to get into it. So that that's that's no thing. We, we get the most feedback on um, black girl stuff. Okay, because it's it's women and they're talking mm-hmm. you know topical topics, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and and I think the the biggest controversy with the uh, group of women that we mm-hmm. had was that uh, you know there were people who were saying it was too many light skinned women on a show called Black Girl Stuff. Now, mm. to me, we had two light skinned women, a dark skinned woman, and a and a Girl, that was pecan tan in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I said pecan tan. Yeah, I mean that's what we used to call them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's Honey brown, nice. pecan tan, yeah. that type shit. You know what I'm saying? She kind of in the middle. But you know, I realized that in this new era, if you ain't dark, you light. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's all it is to it. So to them, it looked like. Three light skinned women and one dark skinned woman. 
So, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's That was one thing. That was really the biggest thing. But as we went over 15 shows, I think the last, when we got to the last episode, it really started to stick. You know what I mean? Started mm-hmm. getting picked up by the other blogs. Some of the conversations we was having was revealing certain things. We had Pretty V on there. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't really, hadn't really confirmed if she was fucking with Ross or not. And she kind of put it out there. So that was, you know. It, it started, oh, dating? They supposed to be yeah, dating yeah, each other? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are they dating each other? Yeah, I mean, that's what the N-U-N-do would say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I knew, I knew she was saying that. hilarious, you know, though. Yeah, she was saying that, you know, she eluded without saying, that's my nigga, or, we, or putting a title okay. on it. She was like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I like in him, and you know what I'm saying? He's doing da 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 So that, the blogs picked that up and went crazy with it. Um, we okay. had Ari Ari on there, Ari, Ari Fletcher on there. Uh-huh. They picked that uh-huh. up too, you know what I'm saying? The little shit she was saying. And I saw I guess, the clip of that. With, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, um, that was that show was interesting because, you know, it's, it's different being a woman, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People mm-hmm. judge the shit you do a lot differently than they do if you was some niggas on a podcast like us. You know what I'm saying? Or like Joe Buttons or any other other you know talk talk format is different. The way uh, women come at women, you know what I'm saying? And then mm. you got men who come at women, and you got red pill niggas, and then, you know what I'm saying? And then you know it's got people who ain't even listen to the words. They like what you got on, you know what I'm saying? So right. it's it's a lot. It's a lot more difficult to produce around women mm-hmm. in this in this world, especially in the social world. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. Because because you know everybody got a voice and everybody want to chime in, and and within you know this space and with within in in America and social media, you know a negative voice is a voice that that gets its you know what I'm saying vote counted. You know what I'm saying? Vote heard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People mm-hmm. gonna people gonna retweet and re 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 um, post a negative voice over a positive one all day. So it's easy to come at black women with that type of shit, and it's and it's and it's kind of strange to watch. You know what I mean? Because you know, like, yeah, damn, everybody. It wasn't even like that. It wasn't even going in that direction. But here we are. You know. Mm. But you you had to know that. You had to know that going into it, and you can't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's that's one of the things I like about Carisha is she just do what the fuck she do. She don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's just her. And you mm-hmm. come at you come at her, she flip it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You remember mm-hmm. she didn't want people to call her Carisha. Mm-hmm. She was telling in, in the beginning she was telling no, they ain't, you know call me Young Miami. Don't you know what I'm saying? Carisha for my family and friends. And then mm-hmm. they were like Carisha, please. Look how mm-hmm. she flipped that shit. <laughs> You just flipped the whole shit. Now that's what it is. So that's dope. It is dope. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. You know, that's a a whole nother. I ain't even got a list of it, but you know, like that whole new layer of media. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's podcasts, YouTube, app based. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of new media, new voices that are mm-hmm. in the ether. Um, you could take your pick. You could go, like you say, you could go red pill. You could go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, black women. You could go fucking all over. The, you could go fucking 
black Nazi. You know what I'm saying? Go all over the place. But um, one thing that I did see, and I'll expand on this because it's just something that I've been paying attention to. Uh, It's an early thought, but I've been early observation, but I've been peeping the return of hip hop journalism in and when I say hip hop journalism I'm not talking about just interview based I'm talking like uh critique I'm talking about like real in-depth discussions about the culture the music itself breaking down like there's a lot of well not a lot but there are platforms that are popping up that are really like getting into it, getting into the meat and potatoes and taking certain albums apart to the point that where you want to go listen to the album again. It's like when you used to go read the source or you read Vibe or you read XXL and it's like this lyric and this cat said that. I don't know if you caught this and da-da-da-da like, like nerd type shit. You know, there's a lot, there's, there's not a lot, but there's a, a, like a growing, uh, landscape of platforms that are doing just that, you know, um, obviously, well, like if it's something like the rap caviar podcast, I like how they kind of break into a lot of what's going on musically and ask deeper questions, uh, there's the hard to earn podcast or rap caviar. Shout out to um to Brandon Jenks Jen, uh, Jenkins. Is it Jenkins or Jennings? I think it's Jennings. I'm not sure. Jenks. Shout out to him. Shout out to Bonsu Thompson and Torre for the hard to earn podcast. Obviously, Quest Love Supreme. You know, and it, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. But I've been listening mm-hmm. to some of these 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 uh outlets. And it's a great compliment to some of the stuff. Or even like the Prestige TV, you know, Van Lathan and I forget my man's name, Charles. I want to say Charles Moore. No, my bad. I can't remember his last name. But like how they were like timely dropping these episodes right after the Atlanta episode would go off. And they would have these discussions and, you know, like. Shit, even what we've been doing sometimes with our discussions, obviously we're not into rap shit as much, but like I'm seeing high-level discussion and breakdowns happening, and it feels cool. It's not just all in it. Like it's not like I'm saying, it's not interview-based. It's like really just dealing with the material that's put out there and like really putting that shit under a microscope and uh it makes you say, oh, I got to go back and listen to that. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even consider that. I didn't even peep that. Let me let me go follow up. Let me go re-listen. I like that. So, yeah. Oh, that's Fucking important. Way. That's important. Yeah, yeah. It's a, <clears throat> it's a good time. That's one of them. Those are some of the, the great situations of 2022. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, we got, there's a lot of things. Go 2022, ahead, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, it has its, it has its classical moments of, mm-hmm. of breakout things. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce came out here and gave him a, a challenge that will never die. 
You know what I'm What's saying? What's the challenge? You know, that the little dance thing with the woo, 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 hop, step, clap. You know what I mean? Oh, 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 the cuff it shit. You know, yeah, fuck yeah, up the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. So, you know, that's, that's out here living. Um, <clears throat> shit. You had Deion Sanders, you know, take JSU to the championship and break the fuck out all in one, you know what I mean? One fell swoop, you know? I guess his, you know, his job is done. He came. He brought some light. You know what I'm saying? Gave y'all some inspiration. Now he's on to get checked, nigga. Yeah. They say it's checked like $60 million or some shit. Oh, $60 million? Yeah, 30 yeah. or 60 One of them big-ass millions, double-digit mm-hmm. millions. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to, you know, blame the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never blame him. Right, look, bro. Go ahead, take what you gotta get, man. It's going from one job to another. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is shit. Oh no, yeah. it's it's thirty minutes, twenty twenty nine point five over five years. Okay. And the nigga was the nigga, he was making three hundred thousand a season at Jackson State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know. so that's that's one point five versus twenty nine point five over the same amount of time. Yeah, on paper it's not really the you know what I mean. It's all these little tangibles and shit like that. And we never buy. You know where I stand on that. We had this conversation, but yeah, <laughs> shout out to Dion. You're getting to it. Um, Brittany Griner came back home. You know, Brittany that Griner was a, came home. Yeah, that was a debacle. That was yeah. a political pawn situation, and uh, you know. She back. She back in the back in the uh, U.S. of A. Yeah, you know, back um, on the court. Right. You know. Is she back on the court? Yeah, she been working. I mean, you know, she went straight to kind of work out, not back professionally, but she, okay. you know, saying did commit to uh, staying in uh, Phoenix. I think that's where she was at. Okay. So next season, I think she'll be coming back. Um. So I mean, you know. There's a, a lot of people fighting for her return. Mm-hmm. A lot of people concerned. A lot of people wondering how could a motherfucker get caught up with such little you know, dope and catch that much time. Um, mm. But, you know, it's niggas here in America getting getting time like that. So that ain't yeah. that ain't going to come home because ain't nobody going to fight for him and ain't nobody ain't got nobody to trade for him. So. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, we out here just got to fight the fight, making sure yeah. that shit is fair and equitable out here. Yeah, man, well, you know, that's a long fight. That's a long fight. We can't give up. We got to keep going. It's many rounds. Yep. It's many rounds. Nobody throwing in the towel. It's many rounds. But, uh, again, that, that has nothing to do with the Brittany Garner situation. I want to, you know, compare apples to oranges. It just brought up, a, brought up another thought, you know what I'm saying? In the mid, no, I can mid dig thought. It. I can dig it. Uh, what yeah. else went? You had you, know, you had a lot of death this year. We had a lot of death. You want to talk about the death? Let's talk about the death now in the middle, so we don't end it <laughs> with uh, the <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, uh, no, we had a lot of death. P and B Rock, yeah, rest in peace. Uh, David Arnold, comedian. Mm-hmm. Passed away. Trouble. Trouble. Rapper. He passed yeah. away. Take off. Uh, take off. Take off. Yeah. Mama. Um, 
Jack Knight, Teddy Ray, two real young talented comedians. Archie Eversole, uh, for those who from the A, yeah. we ready. Yeah, yeah, and Irene Cara, uh, Coolio. Damn, Gangsta's Paradise. Man, ain't that shit crazy? Uh, Franco Harris, mm-hmm. K. Slay, uh, Drama King. Drama King. Shout out to Drake in 21 for, uh, you know, that name drop that that sharded. That was a dope, nice little um, classy move. Uh, Bill Russell, you know. That was, that was, and I remember when he died, but I put that, kind of pushed that to the side, you know what I'm saying? Because in my mind, he's still going to show up at All Star, you know what I'm saying? And hand out the trophy. You know what I mean? I had just yeah. seen him in Cleveland handing out the trophy. So it feels very odd. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we went over these names and it's like, damn, Bill Russell not. God damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Samuels. You know. <laughs> Polarizing. The godfather Man, Pol- of toxic masculinity. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is, he, is he the godfather or is he well, the, he the, the godfather the, of, the, 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 of They call the, him the godfather. The oh, I ain't gonna take nothing away. I ain't gonna no, nah, they okay. call that nigga the godfather. I don't know uh, of what, but they call him the okay. godfather. I don't know if okay. it's the red pill. I don't know how that all that break down, but they call gotcha. him the godfather or something. Got it. Um, got it, got it. I mean the nigga trend more now than in, in death than he did in life. And what was, <clears throat> what was so eerie about when he died, I feel like the next day or within that week, that episode of Atlanta came on with him on it. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow. Uh, I mean, yeah. you know, the man, he he was, a lot happened. Provocative. In that, a lot happened Provocative. in that, a lot happened in that pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Where yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. voices popped out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and made their way. You know what I'm saying? Gave a voice to the voiceless. You know what I mean? Or empowered the the disenfranchised. You know what I mean? So he filled a void, not just for the people he was quote unquote uh, consulting or helping. You know what I'm saying? Per se, in his words, of um, helping these women to figure out how to move about the world amongst men. But I guess the unintended consequence was that he found a voice amongst you know what I'm saying men who feel the same way that he do or, or or would like to have those words that he had that didn't have them you know what I mean so they all came out in in mass to support and even you know in his death you still feel like you know what I'm saying they go to him as a reference for the things that they want to say to women that they may mm. not that, you know what I'm saying, some of them may not be able to say. A lot of them say they shit, you know what I'm saying? The internet gives everybody a voice to say they shit. But, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times I see niggas posting it that, yeah, like these guys don't even really talk much out here, but they use Kevin Samuels as their as their mouthpiece. He's the mm. Sereno, Sereno de Bergiac <laughs> <laughs> of, these, oh, of, of these niggas. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, um, Andre Leon Talley, um, James and Tumay, damn, Sydney Portier, uh, yeah, yeah, some um, kings, some kings, 
Yeah, Max Julian. Uh, another comedian out of New Orleans, Boogie B. Just, just died just probably this week that passed. Mm-hmm. Um, killed by a stray bullet. Damn. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure there was some other, I'm sure there's some other people that, you know, we, you know, never want to overlook the people that pass, you know what I mean? Because that, that causes outrage. You know what I mean, everybody, you know, it's a lot of people dying out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, um, you know, rest in peace to all of those people. Yeah. Um, and then, and <clears throat> then the next big, Player uh-huh. in the game, you know what I'm saying, of 2022, the goddamn most valuable player of sorts. Uh-huh. Is the indictment. Oh, oh, I thought, okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, because I was going to, I was going to go a whole different direction, but go ahead, talk about the indictment. Talk about the indictment. The indictment has been a tool used so much this year. I think, you know what I'm saying, the pandemic a lot went, you know what I'm saying, a lot went on, and now all of the consequences of, of the pandemic is kind of falling down. You know what I'm mm. saying with these indictments. You know what I mean? They all covering these pandemic years of of debauchery. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Of course, you got you know the young thug gunner YSL indictment, on which you, you know you seeing niggas fold left and right. You know what I'm saying? Turning, turning. You know. Um, states witnesses or you know pleading to these deals um you know so it's it's a lot going on with that you know when you get to really see you know you hear a lot of uh, rap of you know being real and you know what I'm saying doing you know saying the street shit you know be real I'm a real ass nigga I got bread and racks on racks and shopping and got the holes and and you know you good <laughs> when you get and that shit get in front of that when that yeah. shit get in front of that judge, that should be yes ma'am. Yeah. Was was YSL a gang guy on a label? Yes ma'am. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> ain't that ain't that what this whole shit based on? But you know, it it just show you real life, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, at the end of the day, people gonna do us in their best interest a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody gonna <laughs> stick to no code, some invisible code, if they feel like they could get away with it. You know what I mean? But shit, that nigga gonna be locked up. I'm gonna be in the streets. So I think I could deal with it, whatever comes with that. So niggas just, you know, do the best for them, you know? And I ain't in the streets, so I can't pass no judgment on no nigga, but it is, you know, contrary to what niggas be talking about. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely must be two sides, as uh, <laughs> the old Shorty Low once said. <laughs> Rest in peace, you know, yeah. Side A and side B. Yeah, so, you know. Explicit you got, versus the radio. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So you got, got you know, Young Thug and Ghana. Mm-hmm. Mystical catching another case, so that ain't. They might as well uh-huh. just lead that nigga this time. This nigga doing the same shit, you know, yeah. kidnapping, rape, and you know, I guess that's his form of of power. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I don't know, but uh, he he indicted on another one of them. ASAP uh-huh. Rocky got a little case out there that may or may not uh, be nothing. 
You know, then, of course, we just wrapped up the Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion case. Uh-huh. Which, you know, is d- divided, you know, uh-huh. the, the hip-hop community. Um, yeah. Brought out a lot of Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. Lightning rod. Yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, you know... The shit looked like it was, it just sounded like the case was all over the fucking place. You know what I'm saying? Who's lying? Who's this? You know what I'm saying? Who's fucking who? And, you know, it was a lot of, you know, a lot of things through, throughout at the public. And, you know, we saw that immediately. Like, once um, it started to look like it was going to go to a trial, you know, Tory Lanez just went on the offensive on, on just dropping shit out there, right? Mm-hmm. So, the court of public opinion was in full effect, you know what I mean? Um, you know, we we we've caught seemingly caught Meg and in a lot of lies, you know what I'm saying? You know, the 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 friend that was in the car changed her story a few times, you know. Um <clears throat> and ultimately it came out to a guilty verdict from what the the jurors heard and interpreted. So that's what it is for now until I guess he gets an appeal and, you know, he could, you know, continue to, to fight for his freedom. Um, but, you know, working in the newsroom, mm-hmm. did it, did it really, in the end of the day, to me, did it really matter who was fucking who? who lied about what it mattered to a certain extent. But when you start talking about what, what, what was the case about case was about a gun that was fired that possibly fragments entered this, this lady's foot, right? Had two people with gun residue on them, you know what I'm saying? And you know, they was like, well, it, it was the friend. It was the friend Kelsey shot her. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I listened to the whole shit, blah, blah, blah. And the only thing I had a problem with that, that pretty much, that summation that Kelsey shot her and not Tori was that there's nothing in me that will believe (laughs) that Tori Lanes would have let her walk away without saying she did that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If she if she did he that shit, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's nothing in the, the way. For, yeah. No, no, he wouldn't have took no fall for her. Hell no. Nah. If she shot her, no, that's she, what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't think that would ever happen? No, that nigga, that nigga dropping all of the shit out in the streets, nigga. She was yeah. fucking huh? She was fucking your best friend, nigga. All that, right. <laughs> man. Please, if that nigga ain't had nothing to do with that gun, even like shit. She shot her. This bigger than Nino Brown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, it was her. I don't mm-hmm. see if, especially if he was offering a million dollars for people not to say shit. Mm-hmm. He definitely wouldn't have lost no bags fucking around if if he knew that that girl was the shooter. It's nothing stopping him from saying, "Nah, that was her. That was her best friend shot her." Right. Even though nobody would have called him nothing. He would have right. walked on out, did shows, made songs about it, and kept getting the bag. So that's the only thing. I was like, man, 
if the, if that girl shot her, that nigga definitely wasn't gonna take the rap. Right, right, right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's a great point. That is a great point there. So uh, yeah, I mean yeah. all the rest of it is you know it's all it's, you know it's all up for interpretation. But that yeah. right there, I know for my own fact and my own personal self that if he had somebody to put that shit on, it would have been on another motherfucker, not him. Right, right, bag right. the bag ain't gonna go lay down just cause. <laughs> yeah, nah, Hell nah. Makes real sense. That's crazy. Nah, both uh, of them could have you shot at her. I don't know or shot. They saying that he shot warning shots in the air. She shot at her, but still, I don't know. Yeah, it was a damn shame. I mean, you know. <clears throat> it's fucked up, you know, for Meg that she got shot. You know, that was the, that's the fucked up part about it. And that was the mm-hmm. wildest part about it, too. Like, damn, that, you know, an artist shooting another artist. You know, like, obviously, you see, I mean, I guess right. it kind of happens a little bit or whatever. But it's not, it still isn't, that shit, it was just wild. A dude shooting this this woman. You know, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. It was a lot going on. And um, I think it took so long for the finally to get to the end of this whole saga that mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to lie. I felt a bit of fatigue. I'm happy that justice prevailed, you know. Fortunately, you know, Meg could still walk and, and rock mics and all of that shit. And you know what I mean? And if, if it was... You know, shit, Tory did what he did. He's going to have to deal with these consequences or appeal or whatever. Right. But, um, yeah, it, it probably that's not looming anymore. Right. It's probably one of them things that if he would have just played that bitch out in the beginning, mm-hmm. he would have been he would have been off the hook by now. And <laughs> she had just doing his thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, they, they took it to trial because, he, you know, in his mind, he felt like. He ain't do shit. You know what I'm saying? That's his side. That's his side of it. Is he ain't do shit. Da, da da da. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, it came down how it came down. It didn't look good. Once, once, you know, because once you got the gunpowder on your hands, there's already a crime being committed. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's already. You know what I'm saying? It was an unlicensed gun. You know what I'm saying? You got the residue on your on your body on your hands. It's already a crime. I think he was already on probation for something else. So he was already fucked up. Off rip. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. being placed with the gun that was unregistered and that was fired five times. That's already like, okay. That's already a crime. That's a crime right there. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what everybody was talking about. All of the the innuendo of like who, who, you know, everybody was fucking. It was like, but that ain't on trial. That ain't the part that's on trial. The part that's on trial is there was a gun that was fired five times. Pieces went into her foot. And two individuals got the shit on their hands or on their person, on their body. But he, they say he shot from the car, so it's, it's quite possible. Whoever shot from the car could have got on either one of them. But at the end of the day, if you the, if you the bag, you're already on probation or whatever, that's the last thing you would want to get out Nigga, you was supposed to handle that shit from after the motherfucker said it was glass in her foot, you was supposed to take care of that whole situation. Made it go away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Off rip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Because anything other than that, there is some crime and some time associated with it. Period. Yeah. Nah, man. We're going to see what the time is next month. We're going to see what's what. They're going to do the sentencing and you find out what's going on with that. Uh, <clears throat> all right, let's do a quick, like a lightning round. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm saying because we are, it's still got a lot of shit going on. And then you know, yeah, if you feel, you feel like talking about some of these things, we'll talk about it. You know, all right, good. You pump a break. All right, first off, let me just add to uh, the in memoriam list: Bob Saget and Queen Elizabeth. Rest <laughs> in peace. Uh, you know, uh, what else? Uh, <clears throat> the end of Desus and Miro as a as a partnership. We spoke about that on the pod before, but it's a damn shame to see it. But you know, um, they were both notorious for saying, quoting Spike Jones, and everything is finite. And you know, mm-hmm. I guess you know things don't last forever. And you know right. what I mean. The shit was dope while it lasted. Speaking of that. Same thing in the same space. Uh, the departure of Angela Yee from the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. You know, that definitely changes the dynamic of that show. Um, curious to see what's going to happen moving forward, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but salute to Yee. She got her own show. Uh, what is it? Up there or all the way up? All the way up with Angela Yee? Mm-hmm. So salute to salute to ye. Um, you know, was gonna follow all of the uh, memoriam with the one man that's trying to at least even the score, and that's Nick Cannon having all of these kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? He trying to one. You know what I'm saying? Somebody depart Earth. He trying to bring somebody back, bring a new motherfucker to replace. So Nick Cannon, and then you know what I mean, and his uh impregnation tour shout out to that man uh a super big cultural moment that has been beat to death no pun intended but uh the slap which happened at the oscars uh produced by will packer and then uh the slap produced by will smith yeah 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 you know and chris rock uh getting slapped taking it on the chin you know holding it you know holding it together um you know they both kind of rebounded now uh will smith had emancipation that just came out on apple tv mm-hmm. his slave movie that's not a slave movie and then um, that is a slave movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's slave movie. It's it disguised as slave movie. And then you got um, Chris Rock about to do the first ever live comedy special on Netflix, March 4th. So we'll see how oh, that, that turns away? out. I thought that shit was yeah. about to come out the way they was promoting nah, it. The way they promoting it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um,. Yeah, he yeah. he looking like he look he's getting a little bit too old to do those hero shots he's been doing. Oh man, <laughs> it's time it's time to widen the lens a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Get wider, soften wider, the focus, soften the focus, <laughs> widen the lens. You know what I'm saying? Because it don't because it, it it look like you know he always had like that. 
you know, I'm serious, but I'm about to go out here and tell these jokes. Look, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's mm-hmm. like, right. like, he's always done those, mm-hmm. but it don't look the same no more. Especially when you got smack across that face. I swear, I think that also is that's also the kind of the the context that is looming is going to be there for a little while. Right, it is right, hopefully right. the special is hilarious, funny enough to where you know that it kind of not be such a big deal. But yeah, when you've been slapped and people like that's that you know yeah. Anyway, man, I, hope I mean, it's but funny. it was it was. I mean, when you talk about you know. The African American diaspora, per se. Uh oh. He was the Go one ahead. that brought it up in in, in his old one of his old first comedy special, not first, but one of his older comedy specials, when he was like, you know, saying all that blah blah blah, but 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 can you whoop my ass? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My master. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's a little irony that you know what I'm saying. That comes into play when you when you look at it because you know, for all intents and purposes, you know what I'm saying. He got smacked, but that's almost worse than getting your ass whooped because you got smacked, then you didn't yeah. do nothing. But of course, you had to keep it professional because you're a professional. But well, you didn't have to keep it professional because right. a professional slapped you and didn't keep it professional. But you chose to keep it professional. You chose to keep it professional, but you know, niggas in the Which, world, they don't they don't care about professionalism. Uh, <laughs> uh, not when shit goes left. Yeah, it is already, it's already been left. done. The yeah, deed has shit been is done. Already, yeah, it's there. We in the, you know unfortunately, saying? shit had the context is different now. Right. This is not the Oscars as it used to be. Right. This is a, this is a fucking, this is the scene. Like, yo, yeah. hold on. This, this, yeah. The backdrop. You, you, you talk about yeah. a generation of niggas who've been watching World Star and Waffle House fights so mm-hmm. for the last right. 20 years. <laughs> right, shit could happen anywhere. <laughs> this was the on this was the site of on site. Right. And that happened, man. So but yeah, man, I hope it's funny. I know it's gonna be funny. I've you know, I've seen them working out shit, you know. Mm-hmm. That's still my favorite stand up, you know. Like I, I keep it funky and uh Which one? So hopefully, uh Chris Rock. Oh, oh his, no, I'm saying stand up performer. Performer. Yeah. Oh, out of all his um joints, right. bring the pain. Bring okay. the page. No, I was, not, I was just trying to clarify. You meant that's your favorite stand-up comedian. Yes. Yeah, that's still my favorite. Okay. Still my favorite. Yeah, Word. yeah, as far as on, on stage. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, nah, still my guy. Uh, so we're going to see. We got it. It's your guy if you had to, you know what I'm saying, go out. You know what I'm saying? It might be trouble. What you mean? Well, I'm going to swing on Will? What you mean? No, nah, if you're out in the streets, you know what I'm saying, he's going to be the one you take with him. Take with you. What you talking about? If you go out with a nigga uh-huh. and you had uh-huh. to invite someone, and then, you know, you go into a place where it may go down, it's questionable. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm th- no, no, that's not for that. That's for comedy. He's a comedian. He's, a, he's for the jokes. We know that that's not, you know, nigga. Come on now. I'm just fucking good. with you, man. You no, know, I know what you're saying, but no. They ain't, they ain't got the real for that. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at niggas, you know, no, I don't know who I would take, but no. But, uh, yeah, man, shout out to that, man. Uh, you are funny. Oh, shit. Uh, back to the lightning round. Uh, <clears throat> shit, man, we got a lot of shit on this lightning yeah, round. Man, shout out ahead. to, uh, speaking of comedy, shout out to Gerard Carmichael. He put out Rothaniel, you know mm. what I'm saying? Which was, uh, you know, 
a big moment. You know, he uh, he came out publicly. You know what I'm saying? But it was very personal. Uh, our comedy. He's always been a funny comedian, but this one was like very introspective. You know, I think we talked about. I know I'd seen him working that hour, and I know I spoke about just talking about performing shit that is personal and matters. You know what I mean? It's not trivial. But, I mean, when I seen it as the finished product on HBO, him and Bo Burnham together, like, they, you know, they got a super ill chemistry. The shit looked beautiful. The shit was shot well. You know what I mean? Even even the hecklers were encouraging. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it was a, it was a great, it was a great situation for that man. And I think now he's hosting the uh, the Golden Globes, which is gonna be interesting because I I'm curious to see him in that capacity. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, shout out to Gerard Carmichael. Uh, we might have to pump a break for a minute, but because uh, this is just yeah. the Kanye saga, mm -hmm. Kanye West, the the spiral. The endless spiral of Kanye West. This motherfucker has been spiraling for a long time. And just when you think it's a full-on crash and burn, nah, that shit <laughs> turns into some more shit, <laughs> more momentum, some more chaotic fucking uh, frenetic energy, yeah. centrifugal force of uh, whatever. It gets crazier and crazier. Um, this year, he lost his, you know, his title as, as he said, the richest black man in the world, or at least in America. Uh, he, I don't even, I'm, it's almost, it's almost tough to track when the, at least 2022 spiral started but mm. when we talk about cootie and chike mm -hmm. with the the genius documentary it was such a great documentary and even upon the release of that documentary kanye was out kanyeing you know what i mean like mm -hmm. wilding out and you know being polarizing as fuck and it was like <clears throat> after that damn i think six hours of it you were like, yo, like it kind of was helping the case. Maybe this could kind of turn into some goodwill. No, no, nah, it wasn't right. strong enough. It was great. It was right. great, it was, but it, it just was a wasn't. goodwill moment for a nigga. A, like he was double back and helped the black people that helped him, you know what yeah. I'm saying, be propelled into stardom. He went back, yeah. gathered up the old crew, and did a thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But even they couldn't stop Kanye from Kanye, you know? Because uh, Kanye, Kanye knows. Kanye yeah. knows, you know what I'm saying? And he knows how to how to bring it, bring that attention. How to, you know what I'm saying, yeah. say the things that are provocative. That's, that's Very the, provocative. He knows the, a good sound bite. Yeah, as the, as niggas. the niggas in Paris. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, I mean, once you know that and you you you're on the go, you know what I'm saying? Shit, you wake up and you want to get him going. Yeah. And, you know, he, he'll throw anybody under the bus. Anybody. Anybody. Was 
Harriet Tubman caught a stray. Yeah. George Floyd caught a stray. Drake caught some uh, strays. Out of, you know what I mean? Drake caught some strays. Uh, shit. Hitler caught a shout out. I mean, that was he was already. That nigga was so far. He was so he far was off the reservation by then. He just caught a stray. The gap. His his yeah. his wife caught a his few strays. Mother of his children. Yeah, man. Oh. But she sent some shots back though. She sent some shots back now. Oh, did she? Yeah, when she when she said that the Pete Davidson had the big old thing, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that shut him the fuck up, man. <laughs> Like, you know, this guy, he's messing with my wife, and he has a big old thing. <laughs> that will, that, 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 that'll shut a nigga up. <laughs> Cause a nigga to spiral even more. Uh, he was spiraling. Uh, and I'm sure she, we missed She know how to send a shot back quietly. That's a uno reverse. Uno reverse draw four, nigga. Uno draw four, exactly. Which I hear you can't do. Yeah, but not in nigga, not in nigga <laughs> rules, man. Nigga yeah, rules, you yeah. can take it all away. Uno got shut down by the, the black community. They was like, nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of here with that official bullshit, nigga, nigga. who is y'all, Uno? That is yeah. the exclamation point on a nigga. Bam, bam, bam. Uno, draw yeah. four, bitch. Ah! And a motherfucker <laughs> all the way. Sad. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> and now they got the new shit where you could, you could write the shit in. You tell a motherfucker to draw the whole deck. You do all types of shit. It's like, it just says, it's like an action. It should have just empty. You could write it in, and that shit could get nasty. That could turn into a fist fight. Wow. But, um, yeah, I mean, and I'm sure there's other shit, you know, like those, those were the, like the biggest highlights of his spiral, you know, the embracing Nazism, the going, you know, the, the fucking... The all lives mattering of George Floyd's murder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's just it was just super disappointing. And then like, <clears throat> yeah, man, it's a it's a tough watch. It's a tough fucking watch. Particularly, I'm just gonna be honest. I was a, I really fucked with Kanye as an artist. You know what I mean? And Kanye's always kind of for years prior to this super duper spiral he's had moments where you kind of look at the motherfucker sideways but then he would come with some fire and you was like okay all right not all is forgiven but like yeah yeah i ain't gonna bring that up then Mm -hmm. after a while the music didn't hit the same either (sighs) so yeah man so the kanye thing the kanye saga uh yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, speaking of some other shit that's just hard to watch, Crayshon and Blueface. Yeah, that is uh, the fucking Circus Soleil of domestic violence. I don't <laughs> know what that shit is. I mean, they but. they they are you know they out there running, ripping and running from the the. The Kardashian playbook, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they they yeah, are taking yeah, yeah. from the reality TV uh, motif, and they're making it their own in a very, you know, you got a crip and and his old lady and his old ladies or whatever. I don't know what the fuck how that shit go on, and they are a motherfucking train wreck on 
that's showing the world as it's going down. I don't know if they scripting this shit because this shit is this shit is too much for TV. So yeah. they, uh-huh. you know, what I mean, they committed to it. I tell you that they committed to it. I mean, shit, you see the tooth is the tooth is out. Yeah, she, stay out too. <laughs> she got she got the tooth out like how Dane Dash had his tooth out. Right, right. It was for a movie role. Yeah, it was for a movie role. Was it for a movie role? Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, he said it was for a movie uh, role. Okay. He did it for a movie role. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All but, right, let's keep going. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. What else? No, nah, nah, I'm just saying that that they're super committed to the formula. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't take for granted that they are from in. They're from L.A., so you know what I'm saying. Well, she they, from Baltimore. Well, I mean, they're based in L.A. Oh, you mean it's so a show? You as far as far as yeah. Hollywood is concerned, man, right? They're doing gotcha, some. Gotcha. They they're doing their brand of Hollywood and mm-hmm. running it up. They you know what I'm saying in the same mm-hmm. formula as Black China and the rest of these motherfuckers. Yeah. But it's their version. It's their, um, you know, shit. They like the. You remember the? Remember the? Um, the biggest reality show at one point was being Bobby Brown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that uh-huh. was the expose of Whitney as the the crackhead. Per se, mm. and it was a train wreck, and it was, it was uh, people couldn't take their eyes off of it. Yeah, nah, it's tough. It's tough. It's hard to look away from these these fucking spirals. That's the thing about them. They pull you in, and you know you should. It's like a, it's to your place. Train wreck, car wreck, all that. You know you shouldn't be looking, but you look at just to see the destruction. You know, to see how bad it is. And there's also a part of you that's like, glad that ain't me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Well, you see how bad it could be. You know what right. I'm saying? But, um, you know, some of that is manipulated and some of it is choreographed. So, you know, uh, salute to them if they could pull it off. <coughs> but it is wild. Uh, back to the lightning round. Canned cocktails. I'm seeing a, it was a thing, it's a lot going on, whether it's Ciroc, High Noon, White Claw, and all types of things. It seems as though I just realized, or I was told, because I was like, I'm seeing a lot of like canned cocktails, like, you know, like a full-on drink, like a mixed drink in a can ready to go, and not in the way of some Bartles and James Calvin Cooler you know, low on that ABV. Now this shit could get you fucked up. I got a, <laughs> I got a can cock. I had a can old fashioned on my way to New Orleans last year, and it was a, it was a small can too. That shit had me so smacked in the air, like I was. It was a good surprise drunk too. It was one of the best drunks when you surprise drunk on a plane too. I was like, oh shit! I started to respect it. And I've been paying attention. Um, I just actually discovered a brand called The Social Hour. And they got a bunch of different. They got gin and tonic. They got old-fashioned. They got uh, just all types of, just about six different joints. Mm-hmm. I was at a, there's a liquor store in my neighborhood. And they were doing like a tasting. And I, I tried all of them shits. It was fire. It was fire. I got walked out of that shit with a buzz. Again, it was unexpected. I was just having a walk, and I seen, oh, they doing a little tasting? Let me taste. And that shit was official. Mm. So, yeah, you know, canned cocktails is a phenomenon. <coughs> Pardon me. COVID. Uh, still out there in these streets. Uh, Wordle. 
Wordle's still going. I haven't been addicted to Wordle in a few months, but Wordle was strong at the top of the year, at least for me. Um, the little dust-up bullshit controversy about the Black Little Mermaid. Shout out to Halle Bailey. You know, she going to be under the sea soon in the theater near you. Black, you know what I'm saying? Being the Black Ariel. Trevor Noah stepping down. You know what I'm saying? Again, if you want to say something about any of these things, just, you know what I mean? Okay. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out a big year for Quinta Brunson. Salute. Emmy winner. Writing, you know, for the pilot of Abbott Elementary. You know, getting Cheryl Lee Ralph, her first Emmy, you know, and having a hell of a show that's probably going to rock for seasons and seasons. Mm -hmm. Um. Speaking of seasons and seasons, R. Kelly got 30 years. Right. Um, shit. Shit. You put him, yeah. put it on Mystical in there with him. Be Mystical. Jail, jailhouse hits. Yeah. Uh, Roe versus Wade overturned. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. I feel like we're in the you know, 1960s. Uh, speaking of some old, some other some terrible news, too. You know, the uh, Buffalo mass shooting at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. You know, white supremacist, that was terrible. Um, and then, oh, Amy Adoka cheating on uh, Nia Long. Wow. Who, yeah. Who, who is, I'm trying to tell you, if you're watching this Best Man series, I don't know, but she hitting niggas with them revenge titties. See, this is the cleavage is spectacular. So I know that nigga Amy. Oh Amy probably, you know, <clears throat> maybe he having a moment, maybe not. But uh, that's all I could think about. You got anything else? Twenty twenty two. All I know is I'm ready for twenty twenty three, dog. Yeah, man, I'm ready too. You know, I'm ready for. It. I'm gonna get me a little rest, but. <laughs> yeah, I can take it. I can give me a little rest, do some push-ups. You know what I'm saying? Get my supplements uh-huh. on, and okay, and, and and get prepared for the long run. Yeah, but uh, I'm excited about life, mm-hmm. man. I'm excited about about uh, just you know, still being here, man. Still have an opportunity to create. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I see a lot of people give up. You know what I mean? I could, I I wanted to give up sometimes. I could have gave up. I should have probably gave up a few times, but I I'm a, I'm a knucklehead. I'm a hardhead. So, so ultimately, nigga still here with with a, with a chance to you know what I'm saying still make shit happen. You know. Yeah. And yeah. and that's that's the beauty. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of it all. Is we still here, man. Everybody can't say they still here, but we are. So. I'm ready to make the most of the, the next one, man. I hear that. I, I I totally agree with that. I think um, the fact that we still here, you realize, you know, sometimes when you realize the agency that you have, it can be exhilarating, you know? Like, mm-hmm. this is your life to live. You got the wheel. You steer this motherfucker. So whatever it is you want to do, you know, plot, plan, and produce. Get that shit off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and make the most of it. Uh, I wish y'all the best. 2023. 
You know what I mean? Uh, it should be like 2023 is for me if you want to say something cheesy. I just thought about that in the moment. But you know what I mean? You know, 2022 <laughs> was for you. So just know you know that. You know what I mean? But um, De- nah. December 28th for you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? What's that? To, to date this shit oh, out. Today. You know oh, today. Oh, nigga. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> December, no, because a lot of shit going on December 28th, man. Shout out to my peoples. Uh yeah, December twenty eighth is a big day. T- December twenty eighth is actually my um comedy anniversary. Mm. I started the first time I ever got on stage as a um my first open mic ever was December twenty eighth, two thousand and five. Damn nigga, so comedy de- December twenty eighth is really for you, nigga. Yeah. Your universe is with you, nigga. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, your universe, really. you, nigga. You got to run with this shit, man. Yeah. This shit lining up, nigga. I mean, I ain't, I just picked out the date of the date, nigga. I ain't know that was yeah. your date, nigga. Yeah, nah, that's the date. That's the date. That's the date. You know it threw I mean? you off too. You like December twenty eighth? What? What? Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But um, yeah. Uh shit. You know, December twenty eighth, and every other day after that, as long Word as you here, make the most of that shit. You know and. Thank you for listening, as always. Went through a whole nother year. Or if you just came in the middle of this year, thanks for being here. You know what I mean? We appreciate the listens. We appreciate the ear. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the conversation. We appreciate all of that shit. So as always, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out.